Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. I'm glad they did it, though. I, I you know, I, I, uh, I applaud them. Hey, Steve said that he's going when the playoffs start. He's going to become a Maple Leafs fan. He's going to root for them, and they're in the playoffs. The team that didn't make the playoffs that I'm going to root for is going to be the Rangers. Thanks to that statement. Let's talk Devils and Islanders. Let's talk Penguins and Rangers. But let's not talk about Flyers because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny. Which no one can deny. Episode 23, Friends and Rivals Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. With me, as always, are Even Wojtowicz, Bill Fougere, Nick Larita. Happy May the 4th. May the 4th be with all uh, of us. May the 4th be with you. Fuck. Except for you, Billy. You're okay. too cool for the room and you can't deal with Star Wars. So you know what? You're not included in that May the fourth whole thing. In May fact, the fourth May the fourth be with eight year old Billy. Oh, oh damn it. I'm I'm gonna have to wait until next March 14th for Pi Day then. Because my favorite Ooh. thing is joke days based on the date. What about That's a real stink fucked it up. Not a joke day. I was gonna say I was a real stinko de Mayo, but you talked over it. Uh, damn it. <laughs> uh, I suck. It's all good. Well, happy May the Fourth to everybody except Bill. Um, I guess anything anything go on with the Ranger game and the Caps last night? Anything happen? Nothing out of the usual ordinary. Nothing out of Just nothing out of the ordinary, huh? Any other right. day. So if if you don't live under a rock, um, so everybody knows exactly what happened last night, and I'm gonna just share the um the replay of the event. And while we all watch it, and then we can all talk about it afterwards. Should, shouldn't that be if you do live under a rock? Well, whatever. You knew what Ask me, is, is Bruce Nevich doing anything out of the ordinary that deserves what he got? Absolutely not. Other than wearing a blue jersey. So he punched Bruce Nevich, and Strom saw it, did the right thing, and jumped on top of him. And then Wilson, and then Panarin saw it, so Wilson, so Panarin jumps on top Old DMX, nice. And then Wilson wrestles him down, and then this is live. Bucinavich and Dylan, who's a physical player. But here's here's what's happened with Bucinavich goes down, and Wilson is on him. And yeah, and he, he forces him straight down his head. And then- okay, Bucinavich did absolutely nothing standing at the side of the net. So wait, let me he just let me first just, into the ground. Let me and just fucking interject. Tom Wilson just comes in and punches him in the face twice. Let me just interject. Sure, go ahead. I, and I'm playing devil's advocate. For this entire segment, Ugh. maybe he thought he was kicking at the goalie or at the puck, but the goal the puck was in the crease. His arms are at his side. Man. No, no, no! Like that started the whole thing before he ragdoll and started humping the ground. 
maybe he thought Buchnevich was kicking at the puck as it was at the goalie's pad. That's a stretch. I mean, I'm going back. A it's little Tom bit Wilson. Here. The whole fucking thing's going to be a stretch. <laughs> well, then, I mean, you feel free to go push somebody around, give a cross check, give a whack, give any one of the several hits that a referee is just going to ignore anyway. But this is, yeah, it's excessive. Look, if, if, if a guy was sitting at, at the doorstep jamming his stick at the goalie's pads, he deserves every punch he gets to his face. But when you're sitting there face first onto the ice and then you get cheap shotted twice, I mean, I don't know. No, no, I'm not playing that. Yeah. De- not with this. I'm not playing devil's advocate yeah. with this. Completely wrong. Deserved the $5,000 fine. Probably deserved more for this. Yeah. Yeah. So 170 pound Artemi Panarin tries to hold no. him off. So you're going too fast. You're going too yeah. fast. How am I going too fast? Because Ryan Strom is the first one that gets in there. Not Panarin. That's Ryan Strom. Yeah, he's trying to pull Tom Wilson okay. off of Okay. Okay. And he's laying Another down. On the ground, that's it. And now Wilson gets up and immediately starts throwing a haymaker at Strome. And what's Panarin think he's going to accomplish by jumping on his back? Hey, man, that's Strome. He's sticking up for his teammate. He's just trying to okay. calm down. All right. So he's sticking he's up for over. his teammate. Bill. He's sticking up for his teammate, right? Yeah. Okay. So what's Tom Wilson supposed to do about having somebody jump on his back? Panarin jumps on his back and they go to the boards over to the glass. Wilson looks him straight in the face and knows exactly who the hell he's dealing with. Knows exactly who the hell he's dealing with. So what? So you're going to you're gonna take the, the other team's star player and throw him around like a rag doll while you outweigh him by a, almost 100 pounds? Are there there's special rules now for special players? Hey man! No, no, he just no, he voluntarily got in. That's the way that, but if that's the way that the league is going to progress, he voluntarily got involved. Did he not? Did did Tom Wilson seek him out, or did he jump on Tom Wilson's back? Tom Wilson started the whole fucking thing. No, 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 no. no, Answer the question. No, no, answer no, the question. Did he no, no, jump to, on to, Tom Wilson's right back? Not to shut up. Tom Wilson started this entire thing. He's in the wrong, no matter what happens after the punch to Bushnevich's face. All bets are off. He is totally in the wrong for everything that happens after. Everything. Okay. Yeah, so that's, if, if that's ridiculous. Like he's responsible for everything that happened after the incident? Yeah, and Butch, and he's also responsible for, for the reason why Panarin's out for the rest of the year. No, Panarin's responsible for that. I don't think, no. Panarin got Panarin, involved. Panarin what, from, the whole, what, from the beginning. What happens in NHL fights? People hold each other and put each other to the side and, you know, calm down, dude. Chill out. That's what they do. Panarin was in front of the goal when the thing started, right? He's in front of the goal when the fracas starts. Yeah, but right? you see your teammate getting pummeled by a fucking animal. So you he voluntarily... So, and say, so dude, he, calm down. Chill out. That's not what he, that's not what he was doing. Did, Panarin didn't throw one fucking punch. He just... Because helped. he couldn't, he couldn't reach his head. If this was so Jack, if, if this thing. if we go back to the '80s and the Soviets drop a nuclear bomb on New York City, and then uh, and and then the U.S. responds and and England goes and tries to bomb them in support of us, and then Russia just like blows England off the map. It's it's nothing that Russia did or the Soviets did. It's it's just that shit. You guys got involved. Sorry, fucking guy's an animal and should be out of the league. I agree. Is uh... did not deserve to get punched laying face first on the ice but yeah. 
if you're going to get in, if you're Panarin and you get involved, you you get what's, you know, if someone takes advantage of that, then that's your fault. You got involved. Don't, I, I, I don't I don't deal with this star argument. He's the star player on the team. You shouldn't be able to touch him. He got involved. Yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't I see what you're saying, Steve. I, I think you have a point where you could make in the sense of the if the argument is that Panarin is, is responsible for himself getting involved in in that. Of course, he's going to do that. He's, his, his teammates getting uh, getting, you know, beat up or whatever. But anyway, you know, I think his, his whole purpose was to try and tackle him and, and keep him from moving and he jumps on his back. He's trying to get him to stop. And obviously Wilson did not give a shit and literally stood up with Panarin on his back, which is a testament to how strong that dude is. I mean, he just fucking stood up He's on skates, monster. on skates, mind you, just stands up like nothing's on his back. And just what I didn't like about that part of this whole thing was that he basically like took him by the head and slammed on his head with his, with his head he, and helmet off. Well, which now is, that's, not, another, not that's only, another thing that's wrong. Which, he didn't take him by the head. head. Nick, he grabbed his hair and pulled him back by his hair. I, I don't know if I could I, – I, I saw that, and I, I don't know if I could tell if he actually grabbed him by the hair or not. But regardless, he grabbed him by the head, hair, he fucking threw him on his head. And, like, that's that's like an unspoken thing. You don't fucking drop a dude on his head who's not wearing a fucking helmet. That's the just second The second ridiculous. Tom Wilson shot is not justifiable to Panarin, which was the, the when Panarin was already down, he kind of picked him up and slammed him. Right. That was the second one, you mean? The second right. one he picked the him up The second one, no. But the first one – yeah. You somebody jumps on your back, that yes, and then this one no. I mean, you can't justify one over the other, man. I can't. Yeah, uh, you're, you're, I know you're playing devil's advocate, like you said. You're you're drawing some weird lines. He had him <laughs> down. He had him down already. He could have just kept him down. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, Wilson just fucking lost his shit, and I don't think it matters what was going on in his head. He was gonna beat the shit out of whoever was in front of him. Um, about it. I think I think the the worst part of this whole thing was. We kind of glossed over it, but you know the initial thing where he where Bushnevich is on the uh, face down the ice and then proceeds to take a shot in the back of the head, potentially the back of the neck. I mean, that should be multiple games just alone. That dude is completely un. You know, his his hands are like if you notice, it's almost like he's knocked out for a second. Yeah, he doesn't because they don't move. That's I was thinking that too. And he, and I was surprised. Like, it's weird. Usually, like I mean, he could be in that position where he's like holding the stick and like he hasn't just gotten out of it and just waiting for people to move. But I mean, he like could, took a basically a cross check to the back of the neck. The last time that happened that I can remember, like as something as ugly as this, in my opinion, was uh, was you know a much worse uh, you know um, uh, much worse uh, consequence, right? It was um, uh, what's his name? Uh, shit, Vancouver. Oh, uh, Vancouver. Easy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, Doozy. and that the reason I bring that up is because the guy was vulnerable. He hits his face straight into the ice and is putting force onto the back of the neck, which area, which is really, it doesn't take a lot of pressure to like to fracture someone's vertebrae. And I mean, it's it's not a good look for the NHL, man. And then to to make matters worse, which we haven't like not, got into, it's not. It's, but do you, you know, remember? Do you remember back when when Sean Avery was a Ranger and he made some ludicrous comment in the locker room the nhl sent him for anger management classes yeah what is it going to take for the nhl to send tom wilson for anger management classes because this is anger management right here this is when you lose your shit and black out and just go after everybody on the ice i'm surprised he didn't hit one of his own teammates it's probably going to take him going him getting a ref by accident 
or or, yeah, or, or something worse than that, man. Yeah. Well, you know, with not even not even realize who's who he's going after. I mean, he took he was suspended seven games last, you know, in 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 March. Yep. And and yeah. I have I have all of his suspensions queued up. So if you want to yeah. talk about any of them, um, and even that the hit on um, Carlo, that, uh, St. Louis uh, Blues guy, um, Oscar Sunquist, when he's coming across, look, he's just he's proven over and over again from 2017 on that he is the dirtiest, if not the dirtiest player in the league, period. Well, Marshawn's close right now, but yeah, I agree. Marshawn looks tame right now, doesn't he? <laughs> exactly. In, in, as a comparison, yeah. And, and, you know, I always wondered why the Caps traded and got Michael Roffle from, from Philadelphia. It's a move I didn't understand at the trade deadline. But I kind of understand right now. Maybe they knew they were going to lose Tom Wilson for the playoffs, or need, something was going to happen, and they, they need needed somebody to, to fight. They needed somebody to fight Tom Wilson in practice. Oh, is that mm-hmm. it to get him ready for everything? Yeah, yeah. There, like, there Tom should Wilson be the biggest scumbag piece of shit I've ever seen on the ice. And I used to respect them. I don't anymore. Well, Wilson, then, like, it's not uh, just because I mean, it's against the Rangers. When, when, when it comes to Wilson, if if they're considering, if they're thinking it's borderline, should we suspend him or not? That for, for Wilson, there should be a double standard, and that should be an automatic five-game suspension. If, if it's just on their mind, should we or shouldn't we? Five automatic. And then and every suspension that he gets from should here be on higher out, and higher doubles. and higher. Next well, time it's what, 10 games. Next time it's 20. Next time it's 40. Bill, in your opinion, what was a suspendable offense in this whole ruckus? I think he had two. I think uh, I, I think taking a shot at Bushnevich prone on the ice with his – with his arms literally at his side, like is is one, and then and then dropping Panarin is another, maybe three. So maybe again, two the, drops. The, the second, the second thing he did to Panarin, I think yeah, both. Well, honestly. Least, I, I think okay. both. Yeah, come on. So, so he got a five thousand dollar fine for roughing from the league's uh, player safety. Five thousand dollars. That's all he got. He and and no further action will be given to Tom Wilson. None. He's so got that, naked pictures of Bettman or something. That'll but listen, gag. you get sus- you get suspended seven games for boarding somebody, and you don't get anything for for this. Not even look. Even if he wasn't suspended, he's he's fined five thousand dollars, and he's got to go through anger management classes. Something like that would have sufficed. So that issue that led to a statement from the New York Rangers tonight. The New York Rangers are extremely disappointed that the Capitals forward Tom Wilson was not suspended for his horrifying acts of violence last night at Madison Square Garden. Wilson is a repeat offender with a long history of these type of acts, and we find it shocking that the NHL and their Department of Player Safety failed to take the appropriate action and suspend him indefinitely. Wilson's dangerous and reckless actions caused an injury to Artemi Panarin that will prevent him from playing again for the rest of the season. We view this as a dereliction of duty by the NHL head of player safety, George Paris, Paros, and believe he is unfit to continue his current role. I have never in my life heard an organization, an organization call out any league official like this. Never. I, does anybody remember? Somebody said about the Sharks in the playoffs in 13 or something that I barely remember. But referees been called out. Yeah, all the referees. Time. Or like head officials. Oh, How many times? <laughs> you know, it's like this is a direct shot of the most direct shots you could have. 
So, uh, uh, never, so I, I can't recall anything like this in so any the statement. The statement calls it a horrifying act of violence, singular. So do you think they're talking about the whole incident? I think no, it was the yeah. second shove of Panarin that they're talking about, Steve. So not not the yes, it's the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> you know, so to put this in perspective too, this is like right now, like the number one or two story on on Reddit, like front page. So that's not hockey doesn't get to this pop top of, of Reddit. What was what what's the number of game suspension, Tom? Well, as as Billy said, and I and I tend to agree with him. There's two acts here. There's hitting a defenseless player when he's on his face for no apparent reason, just punching him in the head twice. So that's one suspendable act, probably three games, because he's a repeat offender. For anybody else, it's a fine or a, a one game suspension, but for him, repeatable re, repeatable offender, three games. For going irate and throwing around Panarin like he did, like a rag doll, I mean, it's it's got to be at least at least seven at I, least what I, he got for boarding at least he should have been out for the, the rest of the season first round playoffs i think that would have been totally fair but but what is what is the nhl trying to do they're trying to prevent head injuries they're trying to make the game safer for the players so that when they retire they're not whatever they are oh that is definitely uh, lip service though they, they've, they've not followed up on any of that talk and i know but but for the, years and the years signs that they give these players I well, mean, are you it's the me? maximum they now 5,000 is the maximum they could give. I, I understand that. So it, it's, it's not the, it's the rules that are fucked up and need to be changed. It's these fines that need to be changed. It's the limits of the fines. Now for the Rangers, they're probably going to get fined pretty heavily for this statement. They the, the sharks money. when the sharks, when they made that statement in the playoffs about the league, I think the organization was fined a hundred thousand dollars. I think when you call for someone's job in a public statement, I think they're going to get probably, I, I'm thinking somewhere around $500,000. It doesn't matter. It's going to get back to them. They'll, 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 I think it'll end up happening. They're going to, they're going to let, let, let Paris go at the end of the year here. He's just going to be let go. And then whatever money that they, they find the Rangers, they'll still find some way to give it back to them in the back end somewhere. They won't fucking care. It, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, he's going to be gone. Rangers owner is going, you know, he's going to basically go up and be like, this guy's got to fucking go. And they're going to, they're going to get rid of him. Rangers. I mean, you can't slow down easy enough. <laughs> the one's not the Rangers owner probably doesn't know what happened. It's going to be John Davidson. Who's going to do something. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I agree with you, but you know, Nolan's going to be like, wait, George Paros is on our team. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love that mustache. <laughs> no, but it, it's too, it's too far gone. He's, there's he, the, already been motion. He, He's gonna be gone. There's no way. It's not. It's not recoverable. If they didn't. If they. If they don't do anything about this, and they don't get rid. I of wouldn't. Him. I wouldn't be surprised if they make it. It was his choice, though, so that it doesn't seem like it comes because of this statement against him. Right? I agree with you. They're gonna. They're gonna figure out yeah, a way to like matter. slap back at the Rangers for the for sure. for the statement. <laughs> uh, you know, on the surface right now, and then this thing is gonna work itself out later when they're when they're hoping that not too many eyes are watching. Do you yeah. think it should be a non-former player in that position? Because it always seems to be a former player. I don't think it should be that position, didn't he, at one point? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they know how to police them, but maybe, maybe Steve, you might be onto something. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it's a, it's a non-player who has – because a player has some more <laughs> sympathy for all these for all these guys who are, are getting fine. I'm totally going to drop that Steve, you are right clip into the argument that we had earlier. Don't, please don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna just put it in there. That's just not honorable to confuse people. 
Sound by Tom is going to make an appearance tomorrow. <laughs> no, well, I don't like the car crash you put in last week. That was, <laughs> that was I like that. That was good. <laughs> um, maybe a former executive like Colin Campbell. I mean, what the hell? I mean, I don't know. Like Gary Bettman, can he be a former executive? <laughs> I, I don't think so. I don't think so. So the Rangers are, are an extremely undersized team and, you know, kind of knew this going in. They have no enforcer. They have no real, all they got was speed. And that's really all they have. Nobody has an enforcer these days. Well, yeah. And, and that's why a guy like him is running amok. Is, is, is the enforcer gone? I mean, the Islanders got one. For the most part. The Caps yeah, got three of them. We have a few. So, I mean, is the day and the age of the enforcer gone? I mean, I know that's what the NHL wants. Or is Maybe that service? 80% of teams don't have one. So ebbs and flows, right? You got ebbs and flows in the in the, in the the way rosters are built. Maybe everybody got rid of them, and now they see this stuff creeping back into the game, and they go, wait a minute. Maybe we got to maybe we gotta get one back on our team just in case something it, happens. It happens, man. I mean, shit, every time the Rangers and Isles play for – for years, both both sides, you would have you know, the call-ups that happened. Mm-hmm. They expected it. You know, same with, I'm sure, you know, Flyers and Penguins. Same with Devils and Flyers. And, you what know, Rangers Devils started the fucking game with a brawl. Yeah, yeah. That's what three on a three on That's three. That's kind of what I'm, I'm expecting tomorrow night. But who, but who? The Rangers no. don't have Well, it. they're bringing somebody up, right? Well, look, they were talking about bringing up some guy who's 6'6 six, six or 6'9 six, weighs. 248 pounds to have in Hartford. Um, but I, I I don't know. Does Wilson um, play tomorrow? Do they just sit him? He's not fined. Oh, I hope play. And and they have a lot of players who are are out. They were shorthanded. It's net, uh, yeah, they yeah, Kunets, Kuznetsov and uh somebody yeah, else they're, they're gonna sit. Protocol and Ovechkin didn't play after the first period. Yeah. So they're they're short on manpower. So I would imagine he's gonna be in the game tomorrow night. And and besides that, you know, the, the Washington Capitals are, have never been a team that has um had any sort of there's no slap on the wrist coming from them there's no criticism coming from within the organization about tom wilson's play they always have his back and and i go back to like i i know you know i'll get criticized for being the homer bringing up the penguins or whatever but i i go back to the to the matt cook days with the penguins when he was running around and and known as one of the dirtier players in the league and eventually mario made a public statement saying he's got to shape up with this bullshit or we're gonna be done with him and his game changed after that. When when the when the organization put public pressure on him to change his ways, he he did. And a lot of people look at that skeptically and and you know will look at certain incidents and think that he didn't. But having watched him every day during that time, he he really did straighten up his act. I don't know that Wilson will, but we could use some some help from the Caps organization if there's any kind of honor there to 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 step in and say something hey we we got to keep you know we like we like that he's a physical aggressive whatever you got to keep him within some boundaries so I, I, it's I funny that's that is certainly something that they did say on on twitter and i'm glad you brought that up because i, I after i saw the, after i read that i said you know what let me go back and watch some of the clips of of tom wilson and like his dirty hits and in every single one of those dirty hits the caps announcers always has back oh well this player was in this position oh well this player shouldn't have done that oh it's just the refs going after tom wilson no they're going he's just a it's not just the refs and everybody else going after tom wilson okay that guy is a piece of shit scumbag bingo tom wilson second in the league overall in penalty minutes behind max domi but he's only got three fights on the season yeah i don't recall seeing a lot of fights this year in nhl period which is funny because your team has 16 fighting majors 
probably a Brendan Smith. Probably had Islanders have five. Penguins had seven. Devils had ten. Rangers had sixteen fighting majors. Wow. Of the top four penalty most penalty minutes on the season, there's only one fight for Max Domi, three for Wilson, and then the next two guys only had four fights on the year. So fighting is definitely down, right? I mean, usually those guys are the the guys that lead the league in penalty minutes are always the guys that have the most fights. Yeah. But in this case, it's Brady Kachuk had seven fights this year, and he's number five on the list for most penalty minutes. So without those 35 minutes in fights, he's down around 30 minutes of penalties on the year. But I I agree with you. I think you're going to start to see teams, hey, we need to have at least one body, one big body on the team. If he could play with skill, even better. But he's got to be there just in case, or on the roster even, just in case. (laughs) So important to have a guy like Matt Martin on our team. It's huge. Having that fourth line. No, I mean, Plus, yeah, I mean, everybody needs an identity line. I mean, they do. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, even if they didn't have Matt Martin, they still have, you know, Sezikis is a pretty tough player. Clutterbuck is a pretty tough player. Clutterbuck is, is an instigator. He's not really, you know, he's not that big. He's like six foot, six foot. But, you know, I'm saying like him and Sezikis are, they hit the they hit people, they they, they they try to draw penalties. Zeke is less than than Clutterbuck for sure. Um, but but Matt's the only guy that's like it's a legit heavyweight on the team. But he's I mean he, he can fight. Lee's fought, but Lee's the captain and he's a big guy and he's gonna get into the scraps every once in a while because somebody takes liberties liberties at you know at your at your guys. I mean you gotta have guys that can stick up for the team. Um, I don't know. I don't think is. this is the answer either. But I know and I and I don't like to bring. Sorry for bringing him up again, but Sean Avery on, I, he was on, on the Twitter tonight and he said, the way that you get back at the Capitals is you, what he would do if he had a time machine, if you find this Twitter clip, go back and watch it because it's very comical. Love. I love the time machine clip uh, tweets. They're great. <laughs> so if, if he had a time machine and go back in time, what he would do is he would slowly dump the puck in, wait for the goalie to go get it and then absolutely run through the goalie. And then put the goalie out for the foreseeable future. That's how you get back at the caps. And that, that's and that's and, exactly what you would expect Sean Avery to say. That yeah, is exactly what you would expect Sean Avery to say. Yeah, but the Capitals, the, their worst players on that team are their goaltenders. No question about it. No question about it. But uh, it'd be very interesting to see what happens tomorrow evening. Uh, I personally believe that they should call up this guy um, and take his skate off and try to stab him. I would, I would be, I would be in favor of that. I'm kidding, of course, but there's, there has to be some retaliation against Tom Wilson. I don't see anybody on their current roster that can do anything except for maybe Brendan Smith. So what are they going to possibly do to get retaliation against Tom Wilson tomorrow night? I, I just don't understand. I don't understand how they're going to do it. They're going to beat them. They're going to beat the Capitals, and then they're all going to point to the scoreboard, and they're going to go in your face, Tom Wilson. Yeah, no, that's, scoreboard, that's, baby. That, that's bringing that's bringing Panarin back, and that's you know that that's helping the cause for sure. Let me ask you a question, I, and I know we don't know the extent of the injury with Panarin. Really, we just know upper body. If the Rangers were still in a playoff spot, you think he played? You think he would play? Look, he, he, after the whole. I keep calling it a ruckus. After the Frank, whole, it was more of a fracas than a ruckus. I think. It was a fracas. I think so. Okay. Well, After the fracas, the ref turned to him and asked him, and and he kind of gave a nod of the head and said he was okay. 
Um, and he went to the penalty box, and then and that was it. As soon as he got out of the penalty box, he didn't play the rest of the night. What did he get? A, what, what did Panarin get a penalty for? Abusing the ice? Roughing. He got a penalty for Because of how hard he slammed the ice twice? Uh, apparently. Oh. Apparently. So that, that's how good the refs were last night. So he didn't play the rest of the game? He did not play the rest of the game, and he's out for the rest of the season as a direct result of the injury sustained from Tom Wilson. It's three games. It's The rest of the season makes it seem so long. It's three games. Hey, it's the rest and of the season. If they it's were the still in the playoff game. hunt, if they were still in the playoff hunt and, you know, Russian oh, mob think- men weren't after out to get him, he would play in the games. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. You think Russian, the Russians hired Tom Wilson to do I, that to Panarin? I do. I think they knew Panarin is the kind of player that would jump on your back while you're fighting somebody else. Well, there's Kinesov, there's Samsonov, there's Ovechkin. Ovechkin. A lot of Russian ties over there. Well, I don't Wilson's, think Wilson's saying. the guy that would vote for Trump, isn't he? He's a trumpeter. What's that? I said Wilson's the guy. He's probably a trumpeter. Oh, he would have to be. Oh, Jesus. What else would he be? He's got to be a hardline right wing. <laughs> no, he's, I think oh, he's, he is a, he's left he is wing. a right wing. Yeah, I thought he's left wing. No, he's right. Wing. <laughs> no, politically. Wh- oh, which one? so silly. <laughs> uh, and the NHL hasn't responded to the Rangers statement, so I'm I'm very curious to see how they're going to respond to that. I mean, <laughs> Poor dicks. They- sorry. <laughs> Do you, would you be surprised? <laughs> would you be surprised? Not only a fine, but a loss of a draft pick. Um, I, I think that would be excessive. I think For a $500 right? fine is enough. If yeah. hey, look, if players are getting fined five thousand dollars for their for abusing people on the ice, okay. I think a five hundred thousand dollar fine is is good enough. I think even that's a lot, but we'll see what happens. I'm glad they did it though. I, I you know, I I uh I applaud them. Hey, Steve said that he's going when the playoffs start, he's gonna become a Maple Leafs fan. He's gonna root for them and they're in the playoffs. The team that didn't make the playoffs that I'm going to root for is going to be the Rangers, thanks to that statement. <laughs> they didn't make the playoffs. All right. Okay. They're my favorite out of all the teams that didn't make the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. So, Steve, you, you, you mentioned some clip that you're going to use. I didn't have to. Make some. Oh, you didn't have to? Okay. I mean, so my point was going to going be. My point was going to be Crosby takes a couple of pot shots at Connecty while he's on his back and nobody jumps Crosby, right? Crosby does a very similar thing to a player on the Flyers and nobody jumped on Crosby. When was this? Tonight. Tonight? Yeah, but I, I just I don't think... Now, it's that. Tom he, Wilson. He pushed it down on his helmeted head. Yeah, he did. It's Tom like Wilson, so it's it's, it's from a different head. player. So you definitely gotta you gotta judge where it's coming from, right? Nobody yeah. really knew the extent of the Buchnevich shots, you know, that he was laying there prone and that Wilson had the stick under his neck and was kind of pulling up with the stick as he was taking the shots. Like in that fraction of a second that it happens, you don't know exactly what's going on. You just know he took two cheap shots while a guy was face down. Mm-hmm. And then you jump in. But Sidney Crosby does it, and there was no nobody jumped in. Yeah, but that that was it was after the whistle. That one with Crosby and Connecticut wasn't that during the play, and they got just left behind the play, and the play still yeah. was going on. Possibly it was a wrestling match. Then they separated, Possibly. and Crosby went after him again. Oh, what are you gonna do? He's a mean motherfucker. 
I'm just saying Sidney Crosby, Tom Wilson, same player. They're just Agreed. the same player. Skill-wise, skating-wise, leadership-wise. I couldn't agree with that statement more. It's unanimous, finally. I just, I just watched that the wrestling match with Conkey and Crosby. He's not even the same league. Get the if fuck Crosby out of here. was stronger, it would have been a lot different. You he's know, pushing me, his helmet off. Every time we're unanimous, you decide that we're not unanimous all of a sudden. He's pushing his helmet off. He's not even trying to – he's not doing anything stupid. Come on. <laughs> no, but I, I do agree with Steve that that Sidney Crosby, Tom Wilson, same player. Okay. <laughs> Completely same player. That's a given. You know, one, one has scored 485 goals in his career, and the other one is, you know, a cocksucker. He's almost – well, Tom Wilson almost has 485 goals. Suck 485 dicks, is that what you're going to say? That's <laughs> yes, probably yes. right. Nick, you are how many goals? Right. How many goals does Tom Wilson have? Uh, 78. That's practically 485. That's yeah. not even That's not even in the same ballpark. Not even close. Uh, Tom Wilson does one has 1,027 penalty minutes in his career, though. Crickets. Crickets. So I, I, was, I was very jealous that Nick has his own segment. And I, I want to hijack it this week. I want to do fucking segment stealer. Fuck I want to do my own impression and have you guys guess who it is. God, not, you can't even come right. with your own original fucking material. Can You're you? absolutely right. I'm an unoriginal bastard. What can I say? You really are. <laughs> I, you, you might as well. You, you side with Tom Wilson. You steal other segments. What the fuck, man? It's just what I do. Hey guys, I want to thank you for taking my call. Uh, I just want to get this out there real quick. I got a I got a trade recommendation. Okay, I think the Islanders should send Michael Del Cole and Braden Coburn to the Toronto Maple Leafs for Austin Matthews. What do you think? I think the Islanders just need a little bit more depth scoring. I think Matthews could bring that to the team. What do you think? I'll hang up and listen to what you say. So we have we have to guess now, right? Now you have to guess who that is. Okay, I'm gonna go last because I think I have an idea who it is. It's a specific person, or no? It's more of a more of a broad general range of all encompassing big uh -oh. my, my guess is every hockey fan that would call a new york radio <laughs> sports show but. all right that's a good guess that's a good guess nick you got a guess hmm that's a good guess there billy uh uh i, I want to think of a generic name from, from staten island like uh mikey from staten island mikey i, I like it mikey from staten island okay there you go. tom you got a guess I'm going to say it's before he worked at the fan. That was Joe Beningo calling in late nights to the fan saying about a trade to the Islanders. You are all correct. That is exactly <laughs> who it is. Joe Beningo is your typical Vito from Staten Island is your typical caller into <laughs> New York sports talk radio. You are all correct. Well done. That was, that was, that was great. Congratulations to the New Jersey Devils who beat the Boston Bruins tonight in overtime. Uh, overtime? All right. I guess I'll take it. Thank you. You're That's welcome. It. So we have also another new segment. And Billy, apparently you brought back these books. Or you have the what, – what was the story again with these books? Something about the books. There was books. The books. What about the, the books? books? There's these trivia books. Uh, it, my, my, my wonderful mother always shows up with – just like weird odds and ends for for Casey when when she comes by, it's, it's great. But yeah, so she uh, she saw some sports trivia books and thought, hey, this would be a great thing to give to my grandson that that loves sports. So I was gonna do one of the hockey trivia questions from 
this set, it was actually a set of cards. It looked like books at first, and, and then I figured out that it was actually cards inside these little things that look like book jackets. Pretty exciting. Well, this is fantastic. This is going to be a, a new reoccurring segment on our show, Trivia Time with Bill. All right. So what goalie, what NHL goalie holds the record for the most points scored in a game? Not goals scored, but just most points. Just most points in a game. That's it. Yeah, was he on a team we all despised? Uh, probably kind of indifferent to them, really. I don't know. I'll go Curtis Joseph. Uh, I'm gonna go Grant Fewer. That's okay. a good one. I'm gonna go Carey Price. And if we're all wrong, can we take another round of guesses? You are all incorrect. Although Grant Fewer holds the season record for most points by a goalie with 14. Mm. 14? 14. He that played, would, that would the lead Oilers. the Devils, I think, this year. <laughs> just get the puck to Gretzky. Gretzky just went all the way. That's it, man. Scored 14 times. That's all you had to do. That's all you had to do. Well, well actually, if you're to coffee, coffee. Yeah, if you're just drops off to coffee, coffee, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. My second guess is going to be Chris Osgood. Ooh, that's that's, a, that's another pretty good one. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to say Ron Hextall. Fuck, you, fuck the Flyers. Fuck the uh, Flyers. Let's go... Evgeny Nabokov. And those are all incorrect. Okay, now we get a get. Now we get, now we get a hint. Oh, the hint is that I didn't even know. I didn't even know this guy's name. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, but if but if you know the name, um, uh, his last name is a popular chocolate brand known for chocolate and peanut butter. Fred Yodels. Is it Fred Yodel? Greg with two G's, Hershey. Not Hershey. It's part of Hershey now, but there's another brand that does a lot of chocolate and peanut butter. Is it? Reese's. Is it Tim Mars? Bill Reese's? Not Bill Reese's, but it's. So the last name's Reese. Does anybody remember a goalie named Reese? Can you please give us a better yeah. fucking trivia Jesus question? Christ, one dude. that you know the name it's of the question, and one that's like... entertaining to our listener, please. Just, just a, a, a better trivia question. All of our listeners right now are just screaming. It's Jeff Reese, for Christ's sakes. Everybody knows it's Jeff Reese. Three assists. Which, is he in San Jose? Three assists for the Calgary Flames against oh. San Jose. Oh. What in year? In February 1993. That, that was fucking... I, I'm going to rethink That's this. pretty obscure, dude. I mean, not going <laughs> to lie. Do you have another one that might oh, be a better trivia question for us other than some obscure goalie from well, fucking I, I guess Calgary I guess in the mid to early 90s? I'll dig him up, I guess, next time instead of just going in order. I guess I guess I'll just look ahead like the next time. Instead of running your mouth right now, you can't be looking at the cards going, oh, this is a good one. No, because I don't have the cards with me. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is the All worst right. I mean, ever. I mean, uh, yes. I probably I should have guessed that because he did play with the Devils at one point. So maybe that's the connection he was trying to make. I was trying to make a connection. It was just it was just a trivia question. I was just trying to give you a little fucking credit card for your <laughs> shitty fucking bit. I'm sorry. I won't do that again. Please don't. I won't make that again. mistake Steve, again. Steve, how many car crashes out of five is this? Oh. Out of five? 73. It's 73 <laughs> out of five. 73. 73 is more than five. You can't be 73 out of five. All right, fine. It's 53 out of five. It's 110% car crashes. Minus how fired was Billy Dillon? He told this to you in, uh, in Menlo Park Mall. I would fire him so loudly and for so long, 
I would still be firing him right now. People in Nordstrom's would be like, who the hell's getting fired? And we haven't worked there for more than 25 years. Really? No, it's like 20, 23. It's pretty close. 23 years. Jesus. I would I would tell you to reenact that, but I know that that would require you getting a divorce. Yeah, no, that, right. I would have to be yeah. way too loud. <laughs> All right, four point night. Nick, you look. No, 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 no. We got to get a little bit of a fantasy hockey update first, don't we? Oh. Save that to the end, but okay. Oh, all right. We'll save that for the end. Four point night. Nick, go ahead. Nick, you look very distraught after your second loss in a row to the Buffalo Sabres. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, at least we got two shutouts against the Rangers and then two losses to the to the Sabres, certainly on that roller coaster, pal. Yeah. Uh, thanks for doing my bit for me. Um, so yeah, I was going to say we were two and one this week, uh, and now two and two, uh, two wins against the, the Rangers with, uh, shutouts, both by Varlamov. Good, good wins. Look good. Uh, then two stinkers. Uh, and honestly, the, the first game against, against the Sabres didn't start off that way. They were, they were up to nothing. And traditionally like our record up, up multiple goals is, like you'd expect, very, very, very good. I don't have the numbers exactly in front of me. I didn't look it up, but they, they said the telecast like yesterday it was like, you know, like 20 something and like one and oh, one and one or something. Something stupid where like we just win if we ate multiple goals up. Uh, anywho, point is we fucking blew it and ended up losing 4 2. It was a, one of the goals empty netter, but I mean, they left a shit ton of shots. Look, they just, they just shit the bed after looking so good. Um, for part you know portion of the of the game, and the previous two games, this is a week that's kind of pivotal because they have to get as many points as possible against teams that are uh, weaker. Honestly, uh, Rangers uh, we're not playing with extremely well. Uh, obviously, the fucking Sabers, and then the Devils are twice at home, um, and then also we finished the season with the Bruins. So we have three games left: two games at home um, against the Devils, and then uh, the Bruins away. So I don't know what this means. It feels like we're probably going to end up in the fourth spot in the Metro at this point. Bruins got a game in hand and they lost tonight in overtime though. Yeah. So they, they're, they're still in the same spot as yesterday, but there's today, I should say before the game started, but uh, nevertheless, um, not looking great. I don't think it's going to matter. Uh, the biggest problem we're going to have is that essentially we are going to pretty much not have home ice advantage and why that's important. Isles are 23 and three at home this year. They are 11, 13, and now three away. We suck away. I, I don't know what it is. They just cannot fucking play. Um, they would play mediocre hockey whenever, wherever they're, they're playing, if it's not at the, the Coliseum. So what if we had every opponent that you played on the road wear a Ranger jersey? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's I bizarre. Think defeated on the road. I mean, we just, we just lost in Buffalo twice. One's a shootout, but nevertheless, they, they fucking lost twice to Buffalo. They, we beat them six, three times, and the games were not that competitive in those six games. I don't know what the hell is going on with the always, you know, playing out of, out of the um, away from the Coliseum right now. They just they cannot get wins, and uh, it's just looking worse and worse uh, for us in the playoffs. So not going well because with that, in, you know, mentioned, but uh, you know, there's some players that are playing well. I'm gonna, you know, just call out obviously Varlamov has been. A Vesna candidate this year, I think. He's got seven shutouts now in 33 games. Fuck yeah. He had 
three he had three shutouts straight and had a you know a two over 200 minutes of scoreless of scoreless uh hockey until the Bruins until the Sabres scored their first goal in the second period uh the other night so last night a chance ago last night whatever it was I don't fucking know anyway it was last night I'm right first time anywho so <laughs> obviously Verlamont has been really good um keeping us in games seven shutouts in I think it's like uh 30 something and like 19 wins I oh I thought 33 sh- uh starts I wrote down so I mean that's pretty fucking good and uh he's gonna be in the, in the consideration I don't know if he's gonna win it I don't really think it matters that much but I think it's just uh, obviously he's been he's been he's been hot. Uh, Bavillier also been been red hot. He's got five goals, four assists in the last seven. He had three goals against the Rangers in those two games, and obviously we were talking I think last time is he's uh, certainly becoming more of a Ranger killer uh, for whatever reason. I don't know what the why that is, but you know some guys just just play well against other certain teams. Uh, and then uh, hits him. Josh Bailey's at five points in the last three, three games. He's been playing with a well, a lot of assists uh, mostly. Um, on the flip side, the player's not playing well. Uh, you know, Mr. Palmieri uh, with his three points in 13 games is certainly not integrated that well into the into the, the team, and uh, it's been uh, it's looking more and more to me like it might not work out um, of a trade. I'm hoping that he turns it around the playoffs, but uh, I ain't looking good. I don't know if he's the guy that that really fits well at the team and you know i make it makes me wonder more and more about that about taylor hall maybe he might have been the right guy to go for just because he had the speed he's got the speed and you know maybe he played would have played better with with barzal um he's looking pretty good in boston uh the last few games so i don't know we'll see um zajac has not really the same role but he's got two points in the last 10 games uh though it's kind of unfair to really put him too much on him there because he's not really He's really filling in for people. He's play, he played tonight for Barzal, who sat out for um, the first time in like uh, three seasons. Uh, they were, you know, basically he had an Ironman streak going on. Yeah. Uh, they gave him the, what what happened? Barzal. Yeah. Oh, uh, they gave him the night off. They, they basically they were like they they're looking to give they're starting to look to give people nights off. It looks like I don't I think they're pretty much going to start doing that in like next two games. I don't, they're not really looking to try and win the division or anything like that. So. Um, there's only three games left anyway. They're not catching anybody. Um, so anyway, uh, Barzal also, maybe part of it is that he's only had two goals in the last 15 games. So with that said, it may be just kind of one of those things like, hey, sit down and take a breather. Um, try regain your, team, your your composure. And then also, uh, Brock Nelson's got one goal in the last 12. So, I mean, we've got our first and second line centers not scoring goals in the last – 12, 15 games. I mean, it's just, it's not great. Uh, it makes it, it makes it really difficult to, um, to get wins. I mean, obviously our, our goalies and defense have been the, the backbone of the team, but um, having, having no people not scoring goals is, is really rough. And with, uh, with Lee being out uh, for the year, basically it's uh, the first lines struggled mightily. Um in his absence. And so that's just had a cascading effect on the rest of the team. It seems like, um, so that the goal scoring, uh, or lack thereof is, uh, is, is con- super concerning, uh, alongside the fact that, um, we, we look good some games, like we look good for two games and then look like shit for two more, but 
a lot of it has to do, I think, with the uh, home ice. So that's going to be uh, it's going to be tough. I don't know. So uh, you know, with that said, uh, how's the uh, how about the Rangers? They had a couple games against the Isles this week's uh, time. Yeah, great, great. They lost both and they get shut out. Oh, fucking awesome. That's that's really great, Nick. Thanks. Um, in in one of those games, Morgan Barron though did make his NHL debut. Debut. Um, I think the seventh uh, player or, or something like that, something along those lines. Um, the seventh uh, player to make his NHL debut with the Rangers this season. Um, which is good. They're letting the kids play, man. That's you know another point. We're officially eliminated from the playoffs. Time to let the kids play. Bring everybody up from Hartford uh, who you want to give some experience to in the next three games. Um, let them get a taste of it so they can uh, have a good offseason, train hard, and try to make the club next year. Uh, if that includes that goon down in Hartford to go and take a skate off and stab Tom Wilson in the neck, so be it. Does a um, loss to your rivals sting a little bit more because it – it qualified them for the playoffs? Um, no, I mean, we got shut out in back-to-back games. Anytime you lose to the – anytime you lose to the Islanders, you fuck it, it hurts. So it didn't sting a little bit more because it, it got them into no, the playoffs? Just, anytime you lose to the Islanders, it, it, it's it's the worst pain you could possibly imagine. Um, I mean, you, you felt it this year, right, with the back-to-back shutouts against the Rangers, right? It's the same feeling. Same feeling. So Yeah. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. So lingering the true. Thanks. And thanks for bringing it up. I appreciate it. You brought it up. I didn't anything that, Hey, you threw the punch Tom Wilson. Anything that happens after that, not my fault, buddy. You brought up the back-to-back shutout. So by your logic, it all goes back to you started worse when you lose to the Islanders and they made the playoff because of it. No, it fucking hurts. Anytime you lose dickhead. Okay. It's a fight. It's a fight. Go ahead. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, Lingren, Truba, Panarin, all done for the season. Um, and it's good. Sit those guys and again, let the kids play. It's time for the kids to play. Um, even if you can have the opportunity to see, sit in Mika for the rest of the year, sit all those guys, just let the kids play just to see what you got. I'd be all in favor of it now that we don't um, have a playoff spot. And uh, I'd be all for that. Uh, I am wondering, though, that with this statement, the uh, NHL is not going to fix the draft so we get number one pick anymore. Probably hurry. not. So I think uh, we're going to be. I think we're going to lose a couple spots this year, actually, in the draft. So if they can rig it to go forward, I'm sure they're going to rig it to go backwards. Um, in an unprecedented move, with the Rangers' first round pick is after the third round. <laughs> <laughs> Some loophole, I'm sure, is going to is, is going to be in there somewhere. Uh, in there somewhere is my four points. Uh, so you know what is going to be interesting is that. Uh, at Islander Penguins first round series. It's going to be a really interesting series. Now the, the Penguins will have home ice in there. What'd they do against the, uh, against the Islanders this year, Bill? Well, yeah. And if that, has, so, I mean, uh, the, the Bruins are still definitely in that mix to, to jump up to a, to a two or a three seed as well. So, but yeah, if, uh, um, if home ice for, for the Penguins um, uh, is, is a lot bigger um, against the Islanders and against the Bruins than it is necessarily against the Capitals. And the Capitals do look like they're, they're poised to, to take first place unless the Rangers can somehow fight them off uh, uh, next time that they play. Uh, uh, but I, I kind of don't see that happening at this point. Um, so uh, the, the Penguins did struggle um, with the Bruins 
they were they ended up the season uh, three and five against the Bruins. Um, their their worst record overall against any of the teams in the division. Um, and and so any little bit helps there. And, and certainly they they want to keep fighting for second place for home ice against them. And and home ice against the Islanders would be big just because the Islanders are so good at home as it is. You know uh, they want to. The Penguins and the Islanders both have great home records, and I'm sure the Penguins do want to wrestle that home ice advantage away from them uh, if, if that playoff series were to happen. So um, so definitely, you know, the, the Penguins are, are still – they're two points up now after tonight against the Capitals uh, for first place in the division, but the Capitals do have two games in hand, um, and I, I don't think their, their schedule is all that hard. And the Penguins go to Buffalo, and um, I don't know, Buffalo's playing spoiler all of a sudden, you know, so – if the Penguins want it bad enough, they could they could win those games, but uh, it's still kind of iffy where the where they'll end up uh, in relation to the Capitals. Um, so other points for the Penguins this week, you know, you have Malkin's return. Uh, he played um, in the two games against Philly. Um, they, you know, he he played terribly <laughs> in his in his first game back against the Flyers. But to be fair, to be fair, to be uh, fair, he, <laughs> thank you. Um, the whole team uh, just absolutely stunk um, against the Flyers on Monday night. Um, I mean, to a man, they were terrible. And I don't know how much of it had to do with Mike Matheson getting hurt the game before. Um, Not Norris Trophy winning Mike Matheson. No! Matheson is out. Oh, no! By friendly fire. And he is now uh, considered week to week. Um, Because Tristan Jerry, you know, he's, he's been running around Trying to play the puck like he, I I don't know name name a goalie that was really good at playing the puck for a door I, he was good at that right I heard he was yeah good. I'm saying, was I think, yeah they made a rule to prevent him from doing it so I would think he was pretty good at it yeah, exactly um, Jerry's yeah really really been trying to run around and and retrieve the puck and move the puck lately and he's been doing some some wild shit with it some some sometimes dangerous shit sometimes good but but sometimes bad decisions and and it was a bad decision the other night when he uh tried to clear the puck up the middle and he hit his own defenseman in the face uh with his clearing attempt so matheson considered week to week uh, and so we don't know when he'll be back uh during the playoffs uh if the penguins will even be playing by the time that that were to happen um i guess the penguins would only hope that that they're still around when when he comes back um it's been kind of a crazy season with with philly uh that's so um as i mentioned the fuck the flyers Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Um, they, they, Penguins did struggle with the Bruins uh, at, at three and five. The only other team in the division that they finished with a losing record against is the Flyers. Uh, and they were three, four, and one against them. Um, you know, they, they went into Philly um, on Sunday night with, uh, with, you know, tied for first place with a chance uh, to, to play the, the Flyers and the Sabres four times to finish out the season. Um, and I, I mean, it was disappointing to see them just come up with a shit effort and, and just get stomped um, on. Uh, oh no, that was last night, Monday, Monday, I should say. Yeah. So they just got stomped last night uh, in Philadelphia. Um, and I mean, it, it's just the way the, the the Penguins do typically tease that that first place finish, but they they never quite get there. Uh, so that's I think that was possibly a fatal blow to the chase for first place uh, with the. Uh, the way the Capitals are playing and who they're playing against. So uh, we'll see where that goes. Um, one, my uh, last point about the Penguins is, um, you know, they're, they're 
scheduled to end their season on time this Saturday um, as they finish up uh, playing against Buffalo. Um, and, and I was thinking about this, you know, that, that automatically puts them into a, a long layoff situation because there's a lot of teams finishing up and making up games through pretty much through next week. So they're already sitting out um, before they even know who they're playing or where. Uh, because uh, I, I think the Islanders and the Bruins and the Capitals are all going to be in action with, with some makeup games against uh, some of those gross COVID teams that that uh, uh, ended up, uh, you know, making them cancel all sorts of games. So uh, the, the, it's going to be a, a interesting challenge this season to, for the Penguins to see their regular season end and and they got to sit around. You know, usually you, you would only sit around at that point like if you swept somebody out and you were like waiting for an opponent. They're going to have a, a layoff probably like that or, or longer uh, to, until they get back into action. Jesus, looking at it, Billy, you know, was it 56 games is the regular season this year? Yeah. Vancouver's played 46 games so far. I think they're playing their 47th tonight. They're going to have to play every day. <laughs> oh, but how did, how did, how did the, the playoffs can't start until that regular season is done, right? I thought I heard exactly. they were going to start the other three. Okay before the the north and then allow them to, i mean but look vancouver's i'm sure their games are going to factor in but the top four are pretty much set they're pretty right? much yeah. toronto edmonton winnipeg montreal calgary ottawa and vancouver i think they're all locks i don't think anybody yeah you can't jump from five to four in that division no no and it's, it's all about who's playing who's playing whom in three and four if it's winnipeg or montreal three or four i mean that's the only thing that I think needs to be decided yet. And so uh, last thing I do want to note about the Penguins. So tonight in the game against the Flyers, um, after uh, the, the Penguins were, were winning 5-3, uh, I think it was, the Flyers pulled their goalie pretty early. Um, and uh, Mark Friedman came in and split the defense um, with an empty net and was clearly going to score. And one of the guys on the Flyers, I, I don't even didn't even see which which guy it was, First, uh, one of the defensemen took a swing at him and hit him with, you know, just took a swing and, and slashed him with the blade of a stick in the back as he was going by. And then Friedman scored. And then as he was skating around toward the corner, um, one of their defensemen, Ghost Bear, Ghosty Bear, Ghosty Bear 53, um, as Friedman, after Friedman scored, well after he scored, cross-checked him as he was, uh, you know, skating along. The boards almost a la like uh dale hunter versus pierre turgeon not as hard but give him a cross check and and uh, and sent him out uh you know sent him flying into the board so zach aston reese came in and uh and attacked uh ghosty uh that guy and uh i was glad to see reese stick up for his teammate there but it was kind of fucked up a little dirty Goss despair gossip right that's the guy i don't think so it's got it's good. Goes to goes to Bahir. He's probably going to get more games than Tom Wilson as a suspension too. <laughs> I, and, and you know, I'm surprised that none of your points were about the Devils tonight. And really, really, I'm like, I'm shocked. That was going to be my number one point. I was going to thank him for not shitting on the Devils this week. Finally, <laughs> I brought up Bordeaux at some point. I think I want to start off by congratulating Pavel Zaku, who's quietly having a very good season. Leads the team in points, 33 points on 15 goals and 18 assists. He's always going to be shit on by the fan base because he's the guy that the team drafted instead of taking Barzell. But he's really carved out a great spot on this team as 
the third or fourth line center down the line. He's really going to take over that Travis Ajak defensive responsibility uh, spot on the roster, but he's going to be able to chip in more points than Zajac did. So I just want to say nice job, Pavel. Good season. Um, I want to give some credit to Tom Fitzgerald, who definitely won the trade deadline. If you look at the, the deals that got made, Kulikov to Edmonton. Kulikov's got no points, 13 hits in four games. And uh, he's going to be, that's going to net the Devils probably a third round pick because Edmonton's going to win their first round. And then Palmerian Zajac, who Nick so nicely covered, haven't done shit out on the island. And Fitzgerald got a first and a second for them in consecutive years. So good job, Tom Fitzgerald on trade deadline deals. I think you won. And then my last two points are uh, just, a shout out to a couple of rookies, Sharon Govich and Kukokinen, who are just having, you know, I wasn't high on Yanni Kukokinen to start the year, but he's just been really consistent the whole year. He's got uh, 24 points on the year, which is six for rookies. Uh, but really Sharon Govich, fifth round draft pick, who was lighting it up in the KHL, came over here and continued to play really well. He's fourth overall in rookies with 29 points. He's fourth in goals with 16 after scoring tonight. We all know that Kirill Kaprizov out in Minnesota has got the Calder locked up. I wouldn't be surprised if Sharon Govich gets a couple of third-place votes. I think Sharon he's Govich, really old and earned it. Sharon Govich was a pain in the ass against the Penguins all whenever they played all, all season. He's, he, a, he's he was, a hard player to play against. He's a hard-nosed player. Harder to deal with than Hughes was for the for the Penguins. So Not very on Hughes, but, man, he, he's, he was something else. Very impressed with those two. Um, again, I don't expect them to be top six players long-term, but having those guys in your bottom six is going to mean you have a pretty deep roster. So those are my four points for this week. All right, Bill. We need a fantasy update. Go for it. All right, fantasy update. Oh, fantasy hockey. Oh. Here's fantasy okay. hockey. Uh, so cheers. Um, so fantasy hockey update. So um, as our listeners may not know, um, my team, uh, called Crosby Watches, uh, is the defending champion uh, in, in our league. So uh, last week was our first round of the playoffs. And uh, I am happy to say that I have moved on to the second round of the playoffs in the runner-up category. So, <laughs> I know. I, uh, I got it. I just first I, I got, a, got a couple of call outs myself. So first of all, fuck the Rangers. Hey. Um, because I was riding a Ranger Fuck the streak. Rangers. No. I was riding a, I had Panarin and Buchnevich and Strom. They were they were just stroking it for me down the stretch. I finished the regular season number one. Um, and, and a lot of that was a, just that hot streak. Those guys were putting up points. Uh, and then suddenly, you know, and, and last and before the, the playoff week started, uh, they played in Buffalo. They had kind of a slow start, but they had a good finish. And, and I think Strom had a couple points in that game. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to those guys uh, as they go in and play the Islanders. Well, fucking Islanders, holy shit! Um, I mean, I I dropped them after that first game when I when it was clear that they had given up. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I that that was a that was a, a couple of bad guys I have on my roster for part of the week. Um, and I'm also gonna say, um, fuck the Capitals uh, after. I had a, I, you know, I, I have Vasilevsky as my as my regular goalie, but I, I try to catch other guys that should have a good night and, and have them fill in there. 
Um, I picked up Vanisek or whatever his name was when they were going to play the Penguins uh, at uh, toward the end of the week because the Penguins had just gotten through scoring all the two goals in two games against Boston. Washington was on a hot streak defensively where it's shutting down the Islanders right and left. Uh, so I go, okay, I'm going to pick up this goal. He's going to play against the Penguins, and and he sh- should at least it should at least be a low scoring game. No, the Penguins scored five on him, so uh, I got fucked there. Uh, and I think Tom, was it you that doesn't like Kyle Connor? Is that the guy from Winnipeg that? Uh, that guy. Oh God, you know he's, he's up there with Lindy Ruff for whatever reason. He's just wow. up there with him. Fuck that guy because I picked him up. Fuck that guy. He was he was having a, a decent season statistically. I pick him up last week. Three yeah. games uh, he played for the Crosby Watches. No points. Minus six. One shot on goal in yeah, three what, games. This what, is a fucking left wing. It's one shot on goal. What's he got? Eight million dollar contract for no shots on goal. Fuck. Unbelievable. Yeah. But the, to to top it off, and this is the last one. I had an ace in the hole at the end of the week, and I knew it for weeks. I, for weeks, I was looking at this going, well, if shit's getting out of hand, at least I got this going for me at the end of the week um, during that first round of the playoffs. I had Vasilevsky, my, my star goalie, and the Tampa had two games against Detroit. And I'm like, yeah, that's going to save me. So I go into Sunday knowing that if he has a, if he has a good game, I'm going to win the goals against category and I'm going to win the save percentage category because I was behind a little bit, a little bit in those two categories. And if I flipped those two, I was going to win, right? And Sunday afternoon, with all of a minute's notice before the game, Vasilevsky is not playing. He didn't play Saturday. <laughs> he didn't play Saturday, so I assume he's playing Sunday. All year, he's played oh, at least one game in a back-to-back. He's the most durable goalie in the league. He never misses anything. And I get fucked. And if Vapsilevsky had the game that either Gibson or McElhenney, and McElhenney stinks, by the way. He's an awful goaltender for Tampa. If if Vasilevsky has the game that either of those guys have on either one of those days, I'm in the finals this week. So there, it was just out of my hands. It was just fucked up. Nothing I was really going to be able to do. And I, I give a lot of credit to the guy that I lost to. He had a great – and he had a really good week with the, with the stats, and, and everybody in that league is really good. Um, there's no – there's – Nobody you can take advantage of there. They're all they're all savvy guys. Like I finished in first place. Wait, isn't isn't Eddie also in that league? No, Eddie Eddie's Eddie's nephew is now. Eddie oh, Eddie spot to his nephew. You had always said he was really shitty at fantasy hockey, if I remember correctly. I never said a bad You thing always said he was the Eddie. fucking you, that was an life. automatic win week in a week. Whenever you played him, it was an automatic win. Yeah, you know what he was he doing. He's so tough. He may I act that like guy. he's so tough, he's but the I can thought you said he knew as much about hockey as he knew about fixing airplanes, which was nothing. Could be wrong about that. I, this is all news to me. I didn't say any of these things. I thought you said something about his nose, too. Yeah, I, I think we, I we, haven't, about we haven't recorded, I think, prior to that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I could be wrong about that, but okay. So I, I got hosed, but, uh, you know, I, I, I did kind of throw up my hands and be like, man, what, the, what the hell was I going to do? What the hell was I going to do? It was, I, it's kind of fucked up. So now well, you're still now you're in a you're in a consolation match for no consolation. Money. It, 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 there's two hundred dollars to the third place guy, so I'm fighting for that. But the two hundred dollars is your fee to get in, so it's just kind of getting your fee back. Okay, so um, not your transactions. 
Yeah. So yeah. So that I'm still gonna I'm gonna owe one way or another. It's either gonna be like 200 or closer to the 400. It just depends on if I win this week or not. Yikes. Well, there'll be a new champion in that league this year. Yeah. So, Steve, what do you think about the Jets draft? We didn't get to uh, really talk about that. Zach Wilson. Crickets. Crickets. Mm. I had Zach as a uh, him and what's his name? Lawrence going one, two. Yeah. I have him the same tier. I think I think I think he's gonna be good. He's it's, definitely it's, better than Darnold coming in. It's hard sure. to get excited about a Jets draft. I've been excited about Jets drafts in the past and it's never worked out. Were you guys really excited about Darnold too when you drafted him? I thought he was going to be a very solid quarterback. Yes. He looked like I, know, I didn't think he was going to be, I didn't think he was going to be spectacular. I didn't think he was going to make plays like a Baker Mayfield or a Brett Favre, but I thought he was going to be a very solid pocket quarterback. And, and he wasn't whether that be his fault or the, or the offensive line's fault or whatever. So I'm just sick and tired of getting excited for a team's draft. Yeah. There's no point. Zach Wilson's oh, I, gonna be forgotten in three or four years, tops. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Darnold looked. He was. They drafted him on more, you know, of the prospect he'd be developing further because he was 19, I think it was when they drafted yeah. him. Whatever. He was the youngest guy in the draft, or something stupid like that, and he looked good, but he didn't have the tools or like the mobility that you know Wilson has, or the, the you know the cre- he, he creates plays, you know, on the run. He has a lot of like. He looks a lot like he has. Those plays he can make like Mahomes or Rodgers doesn't have the arm strength that those guys have. Right. But he's got that that mind to make those plays in in, in you know and he's going to need to um, on the run. I liked I like the second pick. I like the offensive line pick. I would have rather they went for somebody on the other side of the line since they drafted somebody for the. They could move, they the, could play him on the other side. The he, he's side. playing on both sides. We'll see what yeah. the, where you, you want to protect the blind side of the QB, though. That's right, and that's now where they're heavy. The both guys they've gotten the last two years are the left side. But let's see. I would have liked to have seen them get somebody for the right side, you know, a stud to play on that side of the line. And then they went, uh, they went receiver at, with their third pick, which I would have liked to have gone somebody on the defensive side of the ball just to balance it out because they just drafted a wide receiver in the first round last year. But this guy dropped very far, and they had him ranked a lot higher, and that's why they jumped up. Move them all around. As soon as the sure. Giants weren't getting Smith, as soon as the Eagles took Smith, that's when they traded down. I mean, no Ohio State quarterback has ever done anything in the NFL. So if Chicago thinks Fields is their answer, good for you guys because you gave us your first-round pick next year, and I hope it's number one. Yeah. I outstanding move and we still got a great wide receiver and then in the second round we got that that outside linebacker from georgia who i'm really excited about so and look i think the giants did a really good job this year in their draft but time will tell i think i think we're all just ready to celebrate something other than the draft (laughs) yeah i agree i agree uh that's gonna do it for us um don't forget to uh, go on the Twitter when you're on a shitter at friends underscore rival. Follow us. We always post nothing on there. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm going to start in the playoffs. That's going to kick okay. up since I don't have to follow the Devils. Okay. The shitty Devils. Facebook and YouTube friends and rivals podcast. When you're on the YouTube, click comment and share. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get them. Um, give us a rating. Um, 
subscribe to us, all that stuff, because it does help our show out a lot. Give us a review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you hate. Tell us you're alive. Yeah. Just tell us, tell us if you're alive. Anything. <laughs> anything. Um, I will. I will give you one dollar to whoever subscribes to the podcast this week. I will dollar? send you one dollar. Then mow them oh, shit, a dollar. I'm, I'm. I'm subscribing. I'm subscribing. Fuck no, you. I'm subscribing first. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna beat you, <laughs> guys. Unlimited dollars. I'm not saying just to the first person. I'm going to give dollars to everybody that subscribes this week. Uh, Billy, say something, Woody. Okay, just real quick then. I'm just going to uh, sing Freebird. Uh, oh my God. If Billy, I leave Billy, sing us out. Not Freebird. Anything but Freebird. You still remember me.